The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Good evening, actually. And what do I see? My best friend in the whole world, Michael. Oh, I see you. You're over there. Actually, I'll probably put you somewhere somewhere else, but we are here. You're like, oh, you're over here. But yeah, actually, you are wherever my finger ends up pointing <laughs> well michael you're looking good buddy well i do what i can i, I did my hair for for the occasion today oh my god same same yeah. but it is like i you'll see it like just kind of like floating around it was like a wacky but it's fine it's fine how was your week mike very busy very anxiety filled knowing this was coming <laughs> a lot of projects a lot of projects you. a lot of projects but none more important than this one. Oh, so. that's why i love you so much michael we do this for our listeners and now we do it for the people our viewers like, we do it for our murder amongst friends family yeah so hello to what do we have 48 of the states no i think we have like four well like 43 i think 43 yeah hello to the certain ones we don't have we don't know why well we we probably probably (laughs) we probably could figure it out if we gave you the list of states we don't have but hello to all of our listeners all over the world over the world i'm looking at you ireland you (laughs) son of a bitch (laughs) and now ireland's looking at you yeah oh my god a girl can dream uh, to i think make it a little bit easier on me i think we'll jump uh-huh. right into the story let's do it let's do it do it all right this week i was inspired uh i recently re-watched the classic 1980s horror movie the stepfather starring terry oh, o'quinn shit and i love terry o'quinn yes and he's really good in that movie it's one of his first film roles yeah. he was uh, doing a lot of stage work prior to that, but this is this is one of the things that kind of. You have the like uh, the hair, because you know, like he, he has that, hair in that he had that like flip of hair yeah. for a while. He does then have he hair had, in like, the, the movie. weird. Kind he had a, of... a shaggy beard at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, but that movie was partially inspired by this story that I'm about okay. to tell you. This is the story of John List. Not John Locke, John List. John John Locke. John Locke before he was dead or after he was dead because I'm here for like both of them, you know? It's in my Uh, top five characters. John Corleone referencing John Locke with the orange in the mouth. Yeah. John List was born on September 17th, 1925 in Bay City, Michigan. He was an only child and brought up by devoutly Lutheran parents. His father was a very serious Sunday school teacher. (laughs) Okay. List graduated high school in 1943 and enlisted in the army and served as a lab tech during World War II, like everybody did in 1943. Mm -hmm. His father died in 1944 while John was overseas. And as you'll hear in this story, and I think you'll agree that the relationship with his father had a fairly direct influence on what eventually would take place on November 9th, 1971. Yeah, I was going to say, if his dad is like a gung-ho military dude, well, he had been I don't dead. think he was putting up with a lot of shit while he was growing no. up, though. You know what I mean? No, definitely not. Mm-mm. He was still influencing John and what John was doing 27 uh, years later Yikes! <laughs> while having been dead. Before we get there, though, a little more background. John was discharged in 1946 and used the GI Bill to enroll at the University of Michigan to earn a degree in business administration and Even a master big. in big accounting. Dreams. Back when... You could actually get things from the government, but that's okay. We don't have to get there. Let's get down off of our soapbox today, Michael. There's so many, because you know what? 
we're gonna oh roe v way oh uh birth control contraceptive oh by the way prayer in schools um, Rite Aid and CVS are now limiting the amount of contraceptives you a uh, day after contraceptives yeah. that you can get to three because people are just stocking up on those fucking shits like squirrels in the winter. Which well, I don't think I would imagine Rhode Island Mass isn't going to go no down that road. But right, but you got to be aware of the uh, the COVID hoarders. It, I mean, but them. also I wonder if people are buying them here so they can send them to like other people in the mail or something. So because you know, yeah. who knows if they're yes, going to just say no states, more contraceptives. Like, there's a couple states where they're trying to make that illegal to even import it. But again, well, I think men just our, get vasectomies. It's yeah. this, it's like an in and out procedure. It's very simple. Just do that. So, so we do that. Do, then we got to do this. Then we got to do you know whatever tax so we got to do uh, all these rich people get and we'll net we'll just never get off i'm just gonna look at you until you realize what you just said i was gonna let it go <laughs> because i was trying to elevate myself michael i'm trying to grow okay and you just brought it right but no yes i was aware of what i said thank you for pointing okay. that out okay John stayed connected to the military as a commissioned second lieutenant with the ROTC. At the end of 1950, John was reactivated to service as the Korean War was escalating. Okay. He was sent to Fort Eustis in Virginia, where he met Helen Taylor. Helen was a Eustis. widow of a- Eustis. Every time I hear Eustis, I just think of Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> Very Old specific guy. reference. Helen was a widow of a man recently killed in action in Korea. Helen lived near the base with a daughter named Brenda. And on December 1st, 1951, Helen and John traveled to Baltimore, Maryland and got married. <laughs> the army reassigned John to the finance corps soon thereafter. And he served out his second tour of duty until 1952. After so getting out. Following in his dad's footsteps. He doesn't become a pastor or a, a Sunday school teacher, but he he certainly adheres to the tenets yeah. that his his father instilled, instilled in him, probably beat into him. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. After getting out of the army, Liss went to work for an accounting firm in Detroit and then as an audit supervisor at a paper company in Kalamazoo. Helen and John had three kids together, Patricia. John and Frederick. Helen's daughter, Brenda, also lived with the family until 1960 when she got married and moved out. Between the time of- That's a lot of, that's a lot of people in the- It's quite the passel. Tiny little place. Yeah. But John was doing okay for himself between his uh, army pension and- I mean, fucking good for him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, great. Good for you, you'll, you'll see just how good he does in, in, in a little bit of time. Between the time of John getting a job at the paper company and Brenda moving out, Helen had started to become more and more unstable. You see, Helen was an alcoholic. Oh, okay. This obviously put a strain on the relationship with the devoutly religious John. Well, yes. I mean, you know, well... I mean, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. But they're, they're Lutheran, you said? Yes. I wonder if they're like, if they have rules against just drinking in general. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how strict Lutherans get. I don't know. I mean, like, because Mormons, you can't drink or anything like that. Muslim, you're not supposed to, right? Catholics, forget it. They're all drunks. <laughs> um, I mean, t come on. I mean, come on. We all know. Um, yeah, I don't know, Lutheran. Mm. Despite the instability at home, John kept getting promoted and getting better and better jobs. In 1965, John accepted a job as vice president and comptroller. I never learned what a comptroller is and I refuse to look it up. So he was one of those <laughs> for yeah. a bank in Jersey City, New Jersey. So he moved the family. To from Jersey. He moved them from Michigan to Westfield, New Jersey, into a house with a name, Breeze Knoll. No. You know, if okay. a house has a name. Can we stop naming houses, please? It's never good. 
Nothing good ever happens at a house that's named. Correct. I don't, this apartment is not like Casa Joey. No, there's no, no, no. there's nothing because there's either going to, it's either fucking haunted. An entire family was slaughtered there. Oh, I don't know. It's built over an ancient uh, Native American burial ground. Like there's some bullshit going, there's something in the, this, a body in the basement. No, let's well, all stop doing that. Breeze Knoll was a 19-room Victorian mansion that even had its own ballroom. No, don't, no, don't, no, don't, <laughs> no, don't. Do not, no ball, first of all, it's not a ballroom, um, no, a ballroom, that place is, is fucking, people are going to get murdered, forget it, well, I'm not coming, I'm telling you this story, <laughs> I'm telling you this story for a reason. So I mean, yeah, but if you had a house like that and you were like, allow me to, uh, oh, when you come over, I'll show you the ballroom. I'd be like, I'm never coming over. This friendship is going to end today. Things seemed to be going all right for John, but they very much weren't. By 1971, John was laid off by the bank when his branch closed. He was so embarrassed by this that he didn't tell his family. I mean, that's not something to be embarrassed about, but I guess, yeah, all right. Yeah, it wasn't, he wasn't fired because of incompetence. Yeah, he wasn't like fired for stealing or something. But he was so embarrassed that instead of telling his family every day, John would get up, get dressed and leave the house right on schedule. Who are these people that do this shit? Who are these people that, there's a lot of people that do shit like that. Yeah. What are you doing? He spent his days. I'll tell you what he did. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. He spent his days going on job interviews. You say taxiing around Pawtucket. No, I'm definitely come not. out of here. John spent his days going on job interviews, and when he didn't have one, okay. spent the entire day at the Westfield train station reading the paper until it was time to go home. How, yep. <laughs> how many pages? It's, it's not the Sunday paper. You don't, don't have know. 45 sections to get through. He was probably just, reading some out of towners, I would imagine. You he just got all he went and collected all the papers. Yeah. He okay. read all the papers and compared to, to Dude, just tell your family and yeah. like go to your job interviews and then spend the rest of the day at home. Get in the fucking yard. There's probably weeding or gardens. Mow the lawn. I don't know. Organize the shed. <laughs> you have 19 rooms. There's always something to do. Uh, Yeah, well, there's one particular thing that he wants to take care of. Uh, All the while, Helen's alcoholism was ramping up and another big revelation would come to light. Oh, God. Turns out, Helen was also dealing with untreated tertiary syphilis. (laughs) Now... <laughs> I looked it up. Yeah. Tertiary tertiary syphilis isn't infectious, so she okay. didn't she didn't give it to she John. Has it in. But okay. it does have several different presentations. Okay. One kind could cause benign but prominent soft tumor-like balls of inflammation to form on the skin, bone, and organs. Okay. Another could you'd have like so little, just like lumps places. Yeah. Okay. Does that Another, have regular syphilis? First cherry syphilis. <laughs> primary, secondary, and tertiary. Uh, yeah. No, I, I know. Trying to be funny, Mike. Didn't work, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too self-serious. I, I can't. I know. You're like Mr. Serious. Yeah. You know. Another, I looked up medical terms here for this. So I'm t- <laughs> I take it very seriously. I... Uh, trust me i know another another kind could cause heart so now i've got lumps everywhere yeah well a a different kind of tertiary syphilis could cause heart issues including aortic aneurysms oh okay basically you don't want it yeah that's bad no one wants syphilis but this one is is also it's not great just because it's like the third kind it's not so so Okay, so she found this out because she was having heart issues or she started getting lumps? Well, Helen acquired the infection 
from her first husband, who seemed to not be far from her thoughts. Oh. As she drank more and more, yeah. and symptoms really started to appear. She, she started calling dangerous. John her ex-husband's name? Nope. She started to become belligerent. She would humiliate John in public by repeatedly excoriating John over his sexual prowess, especially uh, compared to her first husband. No. <laughs> oh, bitch. So she's there out to dinner. Yep. Or whatever. Wherever. In uh, Jersey. Yep. You know, they're at Meatball. <laughs> they go out to dinner at Meatball Mike's. Right? <laughs> yep. And uh, they're, so they're like, what do you want on your grinder? <laughs> what do you want on your grinder? A competent lover. <laughs> what do you want on your grinder? Yeah, and she's like, for this guy to make me, you know? <laughs> like my, my ex-husband used to. Because my ex-husband, let me tell you, yeah. <laughs> slam dunk every time. This guy, what a piece of shit. <laughs> Why couldn't he be the one to die in he Korea? He can't even get himself off, never mind <laughs> me. Oh, my God. Okay, well, he's not going to be happy about that. Men don't no. like when you uh, excoriate their manhood. So, yeah. but I have but a, I mean, <laughs> I, have I mean, a if it's quote. true, well, you don't have to tell the deli broad, like, right? Yeah. yeah, something to to keep between yourselves. Oh, then a couple Probably of close, too. few close friends, but I mean, maybe yeah. not the deli lady, you know. <laughs> The disease and the drink also, quote, <laughs> transformed her from an attractive young woman to an unkempt, paranoid recluse, <laughs> unquote. Yeah. She really fucking went downhill. She sure. As did. you would. Yeah. She's, she's ravaged with syphilis <laughs> and she's an alcoholic who's not yeah. getting boned properly. Forget it. She has no chance. <laughs> Not a lot going for her. <laughs> While this was going on, yeah. John was trying to keep the family afloat financially. He was taking money from his mother's bank accounts to pay his mortgage. No. And he encouraged his now teenage children to get part-time jobs. Okay. He claimed it was to teach them responsibility and instill a work ethic, but it was really so he could take the money to keep the family going. Little of both. Yeah. Column A, column B. They Venn diagram over each other. Yeah. This brings us back to November 9th, 1971. John had reached the end of his rope and he was out of ideas. In his mind, he had only one option. So we well, can't become after, a gigolo. <laughs> nobody paying for those shit. <laughs> after his kids left for school that morning, yeah. John took his pistol and a revolver that he had. Uh, that had previously belonged to <laughs> I didn't think you were going to say that. Okay. No, so he took his pistol and his yeah. dad's old revolver and set his plan in motion. Okay. He shot Helen in the back of the head <laughs> as she drank her morning cup of coffee in the kitchen. Yep. I knew, I mean, I wasn't ready to just... Just, okay. we're in it now. You were in it now. We're in it to just win Walked it, up to her in the kitchen, shot her right in the head. Boom, she was boom. Yep. Once, twice. Uh, times once, a lady? In, uh. once in the back of the head and she was no lady yeah uh, <laughs> he Jesus. then went up he then went upstairs to the third floor and shot his mother who was no. 81 oh. yeah what the fuck did she ever do except for giving him well they're taking care of her she's probably drained on the finances but it was her Let's money go lady yeah i mean with the frig like that's he not. shot her. He shot her above the left eye as she lay in her bed. Oh my God! Though <laughs> that's your mom. Though. Yeah. Shit. Okay. He waited around the house. Well, until his, Oh no! Until his oldest daughter Patricia, who was sixteen at the time, returned home from school. Come on, these. She's going to school and working. Yeah. And you're gonna fucking shoot her. He shot her. And then a short time later, his 13-year-old son, Frederick, on, got dude. home and met the same fate. Come on. So he was just I mean, revolving door. Let, how about this? Shoot yourself. 
You're gonna hate you this son next of a part. Bitch. You're gonna hate this. He made Shoot himself lunch. Yourself. You're the one that's unhappy. You're the one that's bad at sex. You're the one that lost your job and can't be a man enough to say, I lost my job because the branch closed. Well, okay. Shoot yourself. But if Don't he shoots shoot himself, your elderly mom and your wife and every kid, he can't read the paper if he's dead. So, mm. you know, what coward. Okay. Ready for the next part? Not really. <laughs> he has just killed his wife, mother, oldest and youngest child. Then he makes himself lunch. He's <laughs> leisurely then drives to the bank to close out his and his mother's accounts. Hold on. You didn't, they didn't say what he had for lunch and you didn't try to, cause I felt like that would be a little sticking point for you. Like, let me just see what he fucking made himself. Did he make a quick, quick sandwich? A couple minutes, you know? Or did he fucking grill a steak, <laughs> mashed potato? I mean, like how long are we talking here? I'll have to, I'll have to look it up. I can't I, believe you left me I hanging with the food aspect. You know, if mommy you, like to eat. <laughs> if you sat down and watched the movie, I could have told you exactly what it was, but yeah, sat down to eat. So I'll after I'm Michael, Joan, Joan, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, Joan. We're keeping track. <laughs> Me and Joni. Yeah, great. <laughs> so after closing the family's accounts, he drives to the high school to watch his 15-year-old son, John, play in a soccer game. Fuck off! Fuck off! No! No! He's just like, hey, man, hey. Hey, what's up, Bob? Hey, what's up, Tom? Yep. Uh, John, whatever. Everybody's just, hey, man. What are you up, kids? They're, they're doing great. They're killing it. Yep. Meanwhile, I I'm just murdered my entire fucking family. He's killing it In a it mansion real. that's named so Three. obviously, but I mean, you know. And, you know, I'm just going to take this kid. We're probably going to go get a celebratory dinner. Maybe we'll get some ice cream. And I'm going to pop him in the fucking head, too. The Johns, Is that what you're going to tell me? The Johns drove home, <laughs> and the elder list shot his last family member. Come on. In the car or in the house? In the house. Okay. This John, the young John, tried to defend himself. So killer John had to Come shoot him multiple times, multiple times in the chest. What the fuck is... Just shoot yourself, dude. Get ready for this part. Come on, Mike. He, he left his mother's body where he killed her. But well, wrapped she's on his, the third floor. Right. It's a long I'm not way dragging there. her down. Yeah. He wrapped his wife and children in sleeping bags and brought them all into the ballroom. No! Why put them in the basement? What are you doing? <laughs> I guess this I mean, was don't kill your family, but don't drag them to the same level that people just walk into. Put them in the fucking basement. You know there's a wine cellar down there. You know there is, or a, a canning cellar or whatever for you know. Put them in there. <laughs> the ballroom. I, I guess his intention was to bring them all together for their eternal rest or some such religious pablum. I don't know. Don't don't wind me up. He then wrote <laughs> he then wrote a five-page letter to his pastor claiming he saw so much evil in the world and he was so worried uh, about don't you fucking dare tell me that he said that he did this to save his family from the evils of the world. Because no, no, dude. Come on. Again, you don't like the world's evil off yourself. He saw so much evil in the world and he was so worried about his family okay. being put under tight financial constraints mm -hmm. that they would then turn from the righteous path. How? Without How money, they would be more tempted to stray from the righteous path. How about, <laughs> right? Give them a chance to prove themselves you know what i'm saying i mean come on his solution was obviously to kill them all to Dude, save their let's sons. not give him a chance we'll we'll kill them all i'm still here i'm gonna go about my life though 
Is that is that what's coming down the pipeline? He just goes about his life. I, I guess he tried to kill them to save their souls before they were corrupted. I don't, I don't know. He methodically cleaned the various murder scenes, mm-hmm. removed all of the family photos in which he appeared. No. <laughs> tuned the My radio. Dad did that. My dad did that piece of shit. He tuned <laughs> he the radio. He kids out. What a dick. Well, yeah, you know. You're you no longer part of the family. existence, dumbass. You don't uh, you don't exist in the family anymore. So he tuned the radio to a religious station and left for good. Okay, can I just an aside? I had this neighbor. Uh, she was a cuckoo clock, and she hated us she we didn't bother her she just hated us Mm -hmm. she didn't like that we had dogs everyone in the street had dogs except for her but she didn't like that we had dogs okay people would play music she didn't like that we played music she just didn't like us whatever bitch so she would get mad at us and she would she would leave the house first of all she used to dress in these crazy outfits like uh she wasn't french or she wasn't but like a beret with like a camouflage, like a tr- she looked like a paratrooper, was never in the army or anything like that. But this lady was like in her 70s, just an eccentric cuckoo bird, right? She would leave the house. She would put her boom box in the window. She'd put the screen down. She'd put face it toward our house and she would turn it all the way up to 11 and she would blast Christian rock and like christian rap and shit not like gospel psalms and hymns i I probably would have preferred that to be honest with you at least they're you know harmonious this was like these christian like rappers and so she would blast that thinking that like that would really bother us except what she didn't realize is like when she would come home (laughs) we would put these huge speakers outside and then just blast death metal so i mean who's the real winner here like no one no one's gonna out petty you that's for sure i mean i aspire (laughs) to like let it but not on the regular but like i mean if you're fucking with me then i'm gonna be like how petty can i get (laughs) you know very you know so you get to fuck off mountain you know what i mean at this point i'll let you know that we're halfway through okay it took almost a month until the bodies were finally discovered The family had been reclusive anyway, but John took some steps that gave him a big head start on anyone that would be interested in apprehending him. They say they're going on vacation? He sent notes to his kids' schools and jobs, claiming that they were visiting their sick grandmother, so Helen's mom. Oh, the one that you shot in the head? Nope, Helen's mom. Oh, great, okay. Uh, In North Carolina for a few weeks. This okay. was sort of true. Helen's mother was sick and was even supposed to travel to Breeze Knoll for a visit, but that was canceled because of her illness. Later on, John confessed he would have killed her too had she been there. Yeah. Hi! John also stopped milk, mail, and newspaper deliveries to the house so nothing would pile up suspiciously by the yeah. Oh my God, did you ever get milk delivered to your house in like those containers that they used to leave on the porch or the front steps? Did not, but always wanted that. That milk was so good. I mean, I couldn't drink it today. I'll just, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But but you can get orange juice and eggs and stuff like that too. It was so cool. I think you can still do that. He even left all of the lights in the house on so it wouldn't be pitch dark at night. For, for, For whom? Neighbors did notice the lights on in the middle of the day, but only in a, huh, that's strange sort of way. Also, they're all supposed to be visiting in someone for weeks. When why are every light in the house is on? Oh, I forgot they're rich because they live in a 19-room mansion. Yeah. But yeah. also, only the school knew about the North Carolina thing. I don't think anybody knew about it. <laughs> they must have kids. They got to yeah. have kids. They go to the school. Everybody talks. It wasn't until the bulbs started to burn out one by one and still no activity <laughs> was seen. Come on. 
no activity was seen in or around the house that people started getting suspicious and called police. Officers entered the house through an unlocked window and found the bodies of the entire List family, minus John. A manhunt was launched to find John, but remember he had nearly a month's head start and he yeah. had destroyed all of the reliable photographs that could have been used to help in the search. Did he go back to one of the places he previously lived or did he go someplace totally new? Well, I'll tell you that. Thank you. His car was found at JFK Airport in New York, but okay. there was no evidence that John List got on a plane to anywhere. So he's just trying to throw them off, basically. Yeah. Breeze Knoll stayed empty until it was burned down in August 1972. Breeze nine Knoll. months. Not even a good name. After the murders. Yeah. Although the fire was officially ruled arson, it remains officially unsolved with no suspects. I don't think anybody really cared that the house burned down. No. The ball They're probably glad it fucking burned down, to be probably. honest. Yeah. The ballroom's stained glass skylight, rumored to be a signed Tiffany original, don't worth at least $100,000 at the time, yeah. went to $650,000 today, was also destroyed. Talk about being house rich and cash poor. <laughs> I would have take, take the fucking window out. Take the window out and sell it. You're golden. Sure would have solved a lot of his problems, wouldn't Holy it? Holy crap! You don't. You're not gonna. You're. <laughs> you're not gonna tell me, Mike, that when they bought the house, the realtor wasn't like, and this, this is the best feature of the entire. They'll show you a fucking a tiny closet. And they'll be oh, in there yeah. like, oh, look at this, all this space. No, look at this original Tiffany stained glass window. Rumored to be worth $150,000. Like, <laughs> are you kidding? They didn't know. They knew. We'll take the fucking thing out and sell it. Yeah, that would have been an idea. A no, new house. Let's just slaughter our whole entire family. That's, it's, it's fine. That seems it's logical. It's fine. Yeah. A new house was built on the land in 1974. No, no, I'm not living in that house. No, no, <coughs> no. The FBI later found out that the car at the airport was obviously a red herring, and John had taken a train out of New Jersey to Michigan and uh -huh. then another to Colorado. So he did go back for part of it to where he came from yeah. and then ended up in Colorado. Yeah. He arrived in Denver in early 1972 and got a job as an accountant using his fake name, Robert Peter Clark. Sounds like a serial killer name, but okay. Well, he got this name from a guy he went to college with, but the real Bob Clark insists that he never knew John List. <laughs> so he may have been, he may have he had like a yearbook or yeah. something and was like, okay, yeah. that's enough of a name. I don't know. Yeah. He successfully led a new life, holding the same job at a paper box manufacturer from 1979 to 1986. Was involved in a Lutheran congregation and ran a carpool program for shut-in members of the church. Ugh, what a good guy, though. You know, really yeah. giving back. Yeah. I mean, really making amends. Roots. Just, just penance on penance on penance, yeah. you know? At one church event, he met a woman named Dolores Miller, and they got married in 1986. Cool. You should probably have like three more kids, you know, to just replace the ones that you've killed. The couple moved to Virginia, and John, now Bob, found another accounting job. John He'd Bob, or John, John Bob John, Bob yeah. John Bob. He had previously lived in Virginia. Um, I mean, the Bob. names fit. Yeah. Billy Bob, John Bob. In May 1989, during its first season, America's Most Wanted ran a story about the murders of Breeze Knoll that happened 18 years earlier. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, John Bob. They're on your ass, bitch. The show commissioned a clay bust of John List by forensic <laughs> artist Frank Bender. <laughs> I'm going to commission a clay bust of you and put it on my No, 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 that's, that's okay. 
Oh, no, don't write it down. Where was it, Mike? Well, Christmas. They oh. asked, they asked, they're done. Well, Check. see, but now I don't want to tell you this next part because it may, it may change and you may do this part of it too. They asked Bender to age progress the sculpture to approximate <laughs> what he assumed John would look like nearly two decades later. Uh, old clay bust of <laughs> old man Mike. Right. The, <laughs> the likeness was pretty damn good <laughs> because only well, only nine days after the episode aired, police arrested John List, Bob Clark. Yeah. No his accounting job. His Less wife than, was probably like, what was his wife? I would have been like, what? Well, what? it wasn't his wife. Who was it? A former neighbor from Denver had yeah. called the tip line to suggest that the Bob Clark he used to know looked an awful lot like that head made out of clay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, list does. list denied being list for several months strongly wow. asserting his bob clarkness okay he was extradited out of virginia back to new jersey later in 1989 and eventually he could deny his true identity no longer mm -mm. he was presented with fingerprints taken from john list's military file and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and some additional evidence from the crime scene he finally admitted who he really was in February 1990. What a fucking dummy. Things moved pretty fast after John admitted he was John. <laughs> yeah. So he admitted he was John in February 1990. And on April 12th, 1990, List was convicted of five counts of first degree murder. Well, as he should. That's a swift, swift course of justice. A lot swift of people justice. I love it. During the trial, a court-appointed psychiatrist testified that List suffered from obsessive-compulsive personality disorder. Weird. And that he saw only two solutions to his situation. <laughs> accept welfare or kill his family and send their souls to heaven. Or, and just hear me out for a second. Keep going to job interviews while your kids are toiling away also and yeah. chipping in. Um, ask your mother, who clearly has money, if she can float you alone, right? It's your mom. Yeah. Take the stained glass window out, Billy John, your, Bob, Johnny, Bobby, Johnny, and sell that idea. fucker. Hey, nice mug. Where'd you get that? And, or, <laughs> and then kill your family, I guess. No. Yeah. Don't do the last one. You don't pretty, jump to the fucking last resort yeah. first. That's, that's pretty far down the list. Yeah. In John's mind, and again, this is all according to the psychiatrist here. In John's mind, welfare was an unacceptable option because it would be embarrassing and, oh. was, and was strictly against his father's code about the care and protection of family members. What do you think his father might say if he knew his son murdered his entire goddamn family, Mike? I don't know if he'd have a problem with it. Oh, come on, dude. No, he's not going to be like, well, you can't be embarrassed in society. Might as well murder your whole family. Yeah. I oh. never understood because there's a lot of these family annihilators or kind of the religious zealots who can't excuse more minor sins Just, yeah like, murders like one of the commandments. huge you're committing the most heinous sin yeah. sin one of the crime, top ten. whatever <laughs> no matter how you look at it yeah um yet you won't just keep going to job interviews eventually you're gonna get one it's a numbers game yeah john you know what i mean like what the flip he could take one of his kids' part-time jobs. That's an option too. At his sentencing hearing, he denied direct responsibility for his actions. Quote, I feel that because of my mental state at the time, I was unaccountable for what happened. Huh? I ask all affected by this for their forgiveness, understanding, and prayer. Huh? Uh-huh. Huh? No. <laughs> no, no, sir. 
no, sir. The no, judge didn't sorry. buy it. No, no. Okay, great. Good. Yeah. No, because it's a load of bullshit. The judge said, quote, John Emil List is without remorse and without honor. After 18 years, five months. He's a and fucking 20- coward. That's why. After 18 years, five months, and 22 days, it is now time for the voices of Helen, Alma, Patricia, Frederick, and John F. List to rise from the grave. Yes. Yes. John was sentenced to five life terms to be cons- to be served consecutively, the maximum <laughs> permissible penalty at yeah, the time. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> I love List- me some justice, Michael. List filed an appeal of his conviction. No, he did not, sir. No. No, sir. You don't even get to file an appeal. You want to know what grounds he filed the appeal on? Please tell me. On the grounds that his judgment had been impaired by post-traumatic stress disorder from his military service. In the the finance corps. Just... (laughs) Yeah, he was an accountant. Right. He may have seen action. It's possible, but it doesn't seem like the primary function of the finance corps. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. I mean. He also argued that the letter he left behind at the crime scene was a confidential communication to his pastor and therefore <laughs> inadmissible as evidence. No, that's not a thing. It's well, not your lawyer or your psychiatrist. Well. Is it though, Mike? Because uh, you can't be like, I murdered everyone and I'm probably going to. Hey, I might murder you. And they're going to be like, Forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. Yeah, I've sinned. I'm about to come in there and bust your head in. He's going to be like, I'm not going to tell anyone. Don't worry. No, that's, he's calling the fucking cops. A federal appeals court rejected both arguments. Okay. I mean, I was just trying to upset you. Does the justice system finally work one goddamn time? Okay, cool. Cool. List eventually seemed to have second thoughts about exterminating his family quote i wish i had never done what i did (laughs) i've regretted my actions i hate him so (laughs) much well this is how he's trying to get right with himself i've regretted my actions and prayed for forgiveness with with himself and the lord does he think the lord is going to forgive him for annihilating his entire family He's prayed for forgiveness ever since. Well, he's going to do a lot of fucking praying. Now, what is your, the one question you would ask him? If you could ask Me? Him yeah. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Because there's a list of things we could have done. <laughs> a John list. Before we got to this. You bitch. When asked why he had not taken his own life. He said he believed you tell me if he kills himself, he'll never get into fucking heaven. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose my shit. Okay. Mute yourself because he believed um, that suicide would have prevented him from going to heaven where he hoped to be reunited with his family. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I wish I was. What a fucking... Yep. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm going to... <laughs> internalize channel that. it into other outlets is what i've been told to do great so i'm cool. gonna try that from now on because <laughs> <laughs> you know an insane yeah that's insane yeah it's you're not, not getting even... fucking reunited with anybody bro like no. you and little fucking weasel taking an awful lot on faith that they made it to heaven he didn't, well, they you know, were murdered, so I would imagine they get a, a, a direct line to the head. I don't know. I don't know what the Lutheran. I don't know. I don't know what the Lutheran standpoint on last rites and everything is, but if they hey, if anybody's Lutheran out there, yeah, drop us an email at mafpodcastshow at gmail at the bottom <laughs> of the screen <laughs> or on top of Michael's head. I don't know. mafpodcastshow at gmail or slide into my DMs. Let me have podcast show on Instagram and a Twitter. John List and died. Just let us know like what yeah. happens. Oh, sorry, Michael. No, do you, you, need, like... do you need last rites as a Lutheran to get into heaven? Yeah, yeah. Because there's no indication. Thing, though, because what if you're, 
Because if you're Catholic and they like, you know, you're in the hospital and they try to get the priest there, but they don't get the priest there. You don't get your last rites. They don't go, well, he was stuck in traffic. You're screwed. Sorry about that. Better luck next they, time. Like, I think they can administer so them That's over a dead body, I believe. But can you? He never did that. Because there's no indication that he, he administered the rites himself or, or anything like that. Would it even count if he did? I don't know. I mean, when you die, I'm going to stand over you and just give. Does that count for anything? I mean, that's good. That's going to confuse the universe. That's going to confuse everybody if you cross me after I die. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, my poor Jewish friend who I loved in life and now in the afterlife. Uh, <laughs> Spiritu Santi, uh, you know, all I'll this I'll do shit. this just in case. And so you're, can hey, you never again. know. Let's yeah. do everything. Put a star in there, and like yeah. you know, we're doing it at all. Gonna wrap you in a shroud. I don't know. Is that a thing for? I don't know. Sure, it is for somebody. List died in prison from complications from pneumonia on March twenty first. March twenty first, two thousand eight, at the age of eighty two. Good. Oh, she was riddled with syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing that would have made me happy. As an interesting aside, John List was briefly considered a suspect in the D.B. Cooper hijacking because he disappeared from New Jersey two weeks prior to that flight. Yeah. Clearly in need of money. Could have, could have matched the suspect's description. And people figured that a mass murderer doesn't have much to lose. When he was later arrested, he was asked about being D.B. Cooper, which he has always denied. Even after he came clean about being John List, he still said, no, definitely not yeah. Cooper. There was never any evidence to implicate him, and the FBI no longer considers him a possible suspect in that case. Okay. That was the story of John List. What a true piece of shit. The inspiration Just for the stepfather. These cowards, though, like honestly just fuck off how about change your name yeah and fuck off with yourself or go jump off a bridge or something leave these kids alone i mean the wife was drinking herself to death anyway and the mom's old she's gonna die of yep. natural causes so just dick off go mm -hmm. find another girlfriend another wife go to another state get married who gives a shit yeah bye he seemed to be pretty pretty good at it. He hid for 18 years. I mean, his family goodbye. wouldn't have been able to find him any better than the cops did no. or the FBI did. And it's they started like, looking after only a month. So it's not even like, you know, they weren't on him for a long time. So I, I, I just don't, I don't get it. Like Chris Watts, get a divorce. Yeah. What are you doing? Get a divorce. And go be with your fucking girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So what? Oh, because you might have to like support these kids into the future. Oh, mm -hmm. you made them. You know what I mean? But fuck Shanann, Shannon, Ch Shanann, Shannon, yeah. whatever you want to call her. Forget it. Good. All right, fine. Your family doesn't get along with her. Her family doesn't get along with you. Da, 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 da. Go get a girlfriend and, and goodbye. Why are you murdering entire families? I don't understand it. Well, if we understood the thought process of crazy people, I mean, yeah, but we'd be a little crazy ourselves. Puppy. Um, I, I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over these dudes. Like, oh, so sorry that your, your fragile ego <laughs> couldn't handle it. Oh no. So to make myself feel better, I'm gonna murder an entire family. Yeah. Go get a fucking job. Go get a job. Do something with yourself. Like now I, <laughs> now I sound like I'm a hundred. Yeah, here. Go get a fucking job, you bum. Like, you know what I mean? Crossed into crotchety territory here. I, I've been crotchety for a hundred years now. So, I mean, it's whatever, dude. I, I'm over these guys. Yeah. yeah. Strong agree. Well, that, uh, that'll do it for our first video episode. I mean, we got to figure out how to get this old ass laptop to work because I don't like this, this portrait. 
<laughs> I want landscape. Instead, yeah. I'm just, I don't like to be boxed in, Mike. I'm very I've, expressive. You can't tell what I'm doing. You don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing this. Oh. But you would never know <laughs> because you can't see what's going on. Wouldn't have guessed. You know? Well, in the meantime, while we decide to figure out a schedule for <laughs> doing video, because this yeah. is this probably is not this is not going to be a, an every week deal here, for at least at the beginning. Um, but you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter to keep abreast of our goings on. I'm just I'm podcast. doing this so you have to add graphics. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Yeah, and this it's is MAF podcast show. Yes, at MAF podcast show. And as Joanne has already indicated to you, you can email us <clears throat> at MAF podcast show at gmail.com. If you are on Apple Podcasts uh, and are only hearing the audio version, the video version will be available. Uh will be available on YouTube. The video version should be available on spotify if you listen yeah. and watch there um but if, if you are on, on apple yeah come to stuff, our, our youtube <laughs> channel murder monks friends podcast and you can watch us if you care <laughs> if you care they don't but it's fine but but you never know you yeah. never know sometimes you know. it's gonna be a bunch of people and they're gonna be like oh hello michael <laughs> Good thing you broke up with Joan and Boney Marone because now you're single, baby. <laughs> who doesn't <Okay>. exist? Who <laughs> doesn't? Joan, who does? Joan, who disclaimer, Joni doesn't exist anyway. Yeah. But Joan, he's, yeah. he said it again. We're keeping she, track. She keeps track of how many times I say she doesn't exist. <laughs> Disparage her, yeah. actually. And then hacks into my bank account. Who her good name. Each time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But oh, Michael. until next time. Until next time. Um, stay away from Terry O'Quinn. <laughs> you see him? Because he's very, 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 very good at these creepy ass roles. But I also love him. He's like, he's in my top five losties. Yeah. Check out The Stepfather. Uh, it is at least streaming on Shutter, maybe yeah. a few other places as well. But I haven't is- seen that since I think it came out. Yeah, it is a. It's an underappreciated. Uh, it's really good, especially performance by him. He yeah makes that movie what it is. But till next time, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.